0: Welcome to Kellycast. I'm Ross Manson, your host as usual,
1: and as always I am joined by Andy Kerr, good to be here. Um I know that um two episodes ago I wasn't here, I missed it, and it still feels like we haven't done this for ages, despite <laughs> the fact we did a fortnight ago. It was only two weeks ago then. I know, I know, time flies. So, as you know, split into three sections of the podcast, what's
0: been on, what's coming up, and then an interview, so we've got a Beezer of an interview with you, or Dynamite, as Davey would like me to say. Mm. Um, But first of all, what's been going on? So I thought we'd kick off with the Christmas lights celebration, Andy.
1: Yeah, um, that was just um, at the weekend past, and it's always good seeing the Christmas lights get turned on. It was a fantastic turnout, as you'd expect, and with the the Kelly superstars, it's not often we can say Kelly superstars, (laughs) but I'm going to use the term superstars, turning on the lights that was really really good um, I wasn't able to get to it because of my work but I take it that you were there yeah last year? I was
0: there it was mobbed and it was in the town earlier I was doing some other kind of work as well in the town and it was absolutely heaving and from about I don't know what time did I get there about half twelve there was live music getting played
1: and brilliant it was flooding through the streets so really really fantastic I think that's what we need um, you want these kind of events not to just be a turn on a big switch hooray let's all go home you need to keep people yep. there and the live music is very, very good um, whenever it's been there yeah, in the past. absolutely.
0: And the other thing that I wanted to point out was the,
1: the church next to the court. I don't know the name of the church. Uh, that's uh, St Andrews and St Marnock's.
0: Right, yep. yep. That rings a bell because they had a... Uh, the, the bells were ringing. Yeah. Now, I, I looked it up and they've got... It's like a keyboard that's attached to the bells and then there's 30 bells that... It ringing. Whoever was playing the keyboard mm. was was playing Christmas songs, and it was just really nice. You yeah. know that way you go. This isn't the kind of thing that you usually get in Scotland. Because of
1: where I live, I'm about maybe five minutes brisk walk away from mm-hmm. St. Mary's, and it's just it, it's really really nice, even on a Sunday morning, just to wake up and and hear them. Do they play them all the time? I yeah, yeah. Every every Well, most Sundays they're certainly on, although. The past few Sundays, I've been working elsewhere, so I've been unable to actually Aye. experience them. Although, sometimes, when you're younger, when you come in the house after, <laughs> you know, maybe a, a few beverages too many, shall I politely put it, and you wait, you, they wake you up and you're just like, oh, go away. But it is nice, and it's no. a far cry from like what you expect. You expect there to be, like... Um, you know, monks and ringing the bells and yeah. these big long ropes that the, old I Mars the Mars bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought I I I really really liked that that part of it. Um, it it was just really nice to, to hear. Um, so on that same Sunday, AC's Diner had their first ever kids jam. Um,
1: we didn't talk about this before, and we, did, we yeah. both agreed it was a great idea. Yeah. Um. And I take it again that that went um, absolutely swimmingly. Yeah, I was in there and it was absolutely buzzing. There was
0: loads of great young people singing songs. A guy played an Oasis song for the, the first time. Oh, do you know what astounded me? it made me feel old was he said, oh, this is an Oasis song. I think I might know the words. And I was like, man, you're like 15, 16, 17, something around that. I knew the words to every Oasis song when I was yeah, that age. Man. Exactly. I don't well, think it's...
1: they hold the same sway now. I th- I don't know. Um, I really don't because I've recently played with um, with a couple of younger acts where I've just gone on with an acoustic guitar before, um, and see when they play stuff like that I was into ten years ago, like you know Arctic Monkeys, Block Party, Oasis, and yeah. stuff like that. You know the crowd are going daft for it, so maybe it's just the Maybe. right young people or the, the wrong young people who do I know <laughs> Maybe. I'm not down with the kids anymore <laughs> I'm either. never going to be again
0: I don't think I was ever down with the kids man I've I just always been old and boring uh,
1: anyway so he was very
0: good and he played good. the Oasis song very well and if he'd just learned it did he remember he all the words? It. he did he did good it, man. Was, it was wonderful I thought that oh, man how could
1: you not know the words I mean, it's, I'm going to break character here for a second this is not about <laughs> Kilmarnock or whatever Wonderwall is my least favourite Oasis song simply because it's overplayed and it's a good song yeah. don't get me wrong it's a good song everybody knows it and it's the hallmarks of a good song it's also got the hallmarks of an incredibly overplayed song yeah but I mean it is definitely overplayed oh yeah yeah Um But But he played it well, and I enjoyed it because he'd been playing
0: some Green Day stuff before, which I really enjoy. But when he played Oasis, I was like, "Yes, this is my era. This is my music." That's
1: what we want to hear.
0: I love it. So, um, moving swiftly on, the team at the Brass and Granites were invited in the Brass and Granites. Sorry, were invited to the council office's headquarters um, to receive an award for citizenship. I spoke to Davey over the weekend obviously owner of the Brass and Granite, mm. um, and friend of the pod, Jamie, and they were saying that they had no idea why they had been summoned. By all accounts, it was a summons. Mm. It's like, you will be here at this time. We are suit. Sounds, that sounds very, <laughs> very official. Yeah, and the, the wear suit is like, man, is this an award or is this court? <laughs> <laughs> so so um, it looked like they had great fun. There was uh, some other people there. The provost gave a wee speech, I think, um, and they got given certificate all framed and all the rest of it so yeah we talk
1: about them every podcast we, we can't we can't avoid talking about them they're never off <laughs> this podcast <laughs> no, they're no. never out the command standard i know and but they're doing good stuff yeah they're doing good stuff and quite rightly getting recognized for it um and hopefully others can maybe take a leaf out of their book as well and do a similar kind of thing yeah absolutely um and then on that kind of note as well um you were we were just talking before we started uh Recording the podcast, celebrate Kilmarnock, had a uh, stakeholders meeting the other night, and yes. you were in attendance. I was there. Yep, I was sitting at the same table as the guys from the Brass and Granite.
0: Um, just to segue right in there. Oh, lovely. Um we're it was routine. good. They were talking about the the plans for the King Street shop. I think it is 80, 80 something King mm. Street, which is directly opposite Marks and Spencers. So yep, that's everyone right. knows where Marks and Spencers is directly across the the street. And they were looking for ideas as to how to make it fresh, what should be in it, you know, what should they do, what shouldn't they do, um, and there was loads of great ideas floating about. It was really good to see loads and loads of different people there, um, people that have great ideas, but also people that have huge amounts of power, you know, leaders of the council, council uh, t- chief executives, the, there was uh, a lady there that was a town, the town centre planning head of that you know yep. which um we made connections with so hopefully we're going to get her on the pod to hear what's that going on exciting. in the town center but it was good to see people like myself who's not get any influence but ideas meeting with people that have got maybe no so many ideas but loads of influence so and people obviously in between so it's really good for that yeah and i think that that's going to be cool um
1: i like the sound of that a lot actually um yeah. I know that um, a lot of UK high streets do get a bad rap these days and Kilmarnock in some quarters is no exception but at least um, there are people who do care about this and want to make a difference to that. And the high street, I think, in general, it's in the next, I don't know how many years, but the high street can't just be shops. It's got to be um, a place where people want to come and if there's some places that are just open with activities in them or whatever... ...or ways to draw people into the town centre... ...I'm absolutely fine with that... Yeah. ...obviously we would love it if it was... you know ...every shop was open all the time... ...and all was busy... ...but the reality is that sometimes... ...you just don't get that anymore no. with... Um, ...with the invention
0: just, of supermarkets... ...you know I think yeah. you used to walk down the high street... ...and you would have ten butchers and three veg... ...and a hat shop... ...a hat shop and all the rest of it... ...and now people go to the supermarket they buy all their meat they buy all their veg they buy all their dairy products which hey that's the way life's gone but that, yeah, that's why the high street we, isn't as busy that's why you've got 50 shops instead of 200 add to that as well
1: internet culture's taken over yeah. and let's face it it's a it's a rotten day shall I go and buy this new remote control car that I want no I'm gonna buy it online and have yeah, it taken to me absolutely. I can understand people's thinking but yeah. there but, are some things to to those who are listening who like their internet shopping or whatever. There are plenty of things that are out there and Kilmarnock's High Street um is doing its best to try and um, break away from the established mode of just shops and hopefully it will um, have places that are full of things that meet people want to come into the town. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we're we're driving now
0: to more uh, more towards people being entertained when their other half shopping or when the kids are shopping or they want to leave the kids up else. they go shopping. Yeah. And I think if we can push that forward, then that's a winner. And I think the guys at Celebrate Kilmarnock are kind of looking at all the ideas and they've got uh, places at tables where single people don't. I think, it, it, you know, Celebrate Kilmarnock, I think, it, is a great idea.
1: I agree as well. And if anyone listening to the podcast has any great ideas um, that, or that they think are great ideas that might turn out to be great ideas, yeah. then... Get in contact with Celebrate Kilmarnock. We'll be able to put the contact details um, at the bottom of the, um, and the links and yeah, description etc. I'm bad at words sometimes. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean that was that was sort of our first port of call when we were wanting to do the podcast with Celebrate Kilmarnock. And they were great. And they got right behind us. So absolutely big up to them and uh, just keep doing what you're doing and hopefully people get behind you. Definitely, yeah. So, segueing on to our next item on our notes, in the Celebrate Kilmarnock building, as we said, across from Marks and Spencer's, the Inspiral team are there, they're doing puppets and art and all kinds of things, they've been there for a week, and I think they've got another two or
1: three weeks still to go. Which is great. Yeah, absolutely. If you love puppets, then why are you anywhere else right now?
0: Yeah, absolutely, and... We're going to talk more about it in section two about how to get involved. But see if you if you don't necessarily want to go and make the puppets, go in and see them anyway because they're dead keen to talk to people, dead keen to get ideas about what people think about Kilmarnock, what they like, what they don't like, all the rest of it. So if you're not interested in making puppets and you want to go and have a nosy, then go in and see them because that's be what made they're. will be more than welcome. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Try and get a cup of
1: tea out of them. Yeah, exactly. Why not? <laughs> Um, we, we did mention um, a couple of items ago about uh, people in power and credit where credit's due we have to say big up to uh, our good friend of the pod uh, councillor Barry Douglas um, recently I know that uh, Stagecoach were talking about um, rerouting the X16 bus from uh, New Farm going towards the bus station down Glasgow Road but thanks to his say um, we've been able to stop well, the rerouting yeah they've they've
0: delayed it um for the moment which I think is good stagecoach I think are pretty difficult to work with and be and talk to so mm. I think that a delay is probably as good as we could have got at the moment and hopefully that means that we can use all the politicians to put a bit more pressure on them and say no this is a lifeline we yeah. need this to happen.
1: Absolutely when you're dealing with people like these, sometimes the only thing you can do is use people power and yeah, if people absolutely. don't speak out about these things you know they're just going to walk all over you yeah, so absolutely. we are both fully behind um what barry's been doing and um if you're in that area um and you do feel about that then make sure tell your friends neighbours relatives dogs, everybody yeah and get behind it and also contact all your councillors and yep.
0: all your mps and msps and all the rest of it and make sure that they know that that you feel the way you do about the, the problem, because that's the way to get it fixed. That's the best way to get it fixed. Definitely. So, moving on to a completely different subject. Andy, what's been happening with Kilmarnock Football Club?
1: Well, um, playing-wise, it's been quite a quiet couple of weeks since we last talked about them because of the international break. Um, good that Scotland managed to get through, unfortunately. Um, Jamie MacDonald, the command goalkeeper, wasn't playing but he was in the Scotland squad unfortunately Stephen O'Donnell um, was injured therefore he didn't travel to Albania or play against Israel but two good results in the trot nobody really expected it um, Scotland can be criticised but hats off yeah. got to say that yeah. always good for the, the national team and good for everybody when that happens yeah. um, and a on, possible way to the Euros as well yeah exactly and when was the last time we got to anything 1998, 1998. I mean yeah. I've been waiting my whole life for a tournament. Do you remember it, 98? Yes, I do, no. actually. I remember in Paris Match, um, watching the Brazil game, the big projector was <laughs> down. the place was mobbed, and I just remember a, a whole kind of... I think the town went daft, basically. <laughs> and uh, I'd love to experience that again. I would I would love beyond anything else to to see my national team a tournament, and yeah. especially when Hamden's so close to Kilmarnock as well as yeah, it's holding th- uh, three group stage games and one last 16 game. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if we're not there, it's a crime. I, I know, it'd be dynamite, wouldn't it, to go C- completely to, to Hamden. Anyway, back on, with, I know we've segued slightly, yeah. back on with uh, what I'm actually supposed to talk about. So, <laughs> the team had a very t- uh, tricky, shall I say, um, game away in Perth, playing away to St Johnston on Saturday past just there. Ended up being a nil-nil draw. The first half was very dross, but um, unlike what perennial radio bore Willie Miller would have, you believe, <laughs> um, the second half was pretty good. It was two teams who were fairly evenly matched, were going for it. Kelly had probably the best chance of the game when Greg Stewart had a, a wonderful strike off his left foot, which was saved. I don't know how it was saved by St. Johnson's Xander Clark, but hats off, great save. And at the other end, uh, former Kilmarnock youngster Matty Kennedy almost uh, made us pay for that. Um, fortunately, um, his shot hit the goal frame. We're very, very happy about that. And at the time, I left the stadium pair Perth thinking, ah, maybe we should have done better. We probably could have, but we still have a few injuries. A draw is not the worst result in the world. And um, it's positive enough going into a game this Saturday at Rugby Park with Hibbs. So if you want to go along to that then uh, tickets are priced uh, £22 I think £17 and a fiver alternatively go on the Muffet stand where they're 20 15 and 5 you can pay at all the gates and if there's any highbies listening you guys will be able to pay at the gate as well and um, mm-hmm. any Hibs fans who are coming um, I'll be outside the turn sales at your stand so give us a wave <laughs> not that you know what I look like <laughs> I've just realised we're on um, we're on audio rather than video <laughs> maybe that's what our next step should be Aye. We're just gonna have a, a face a
0: picture of Andy on the the cover this week so that every Hubs fans knows who he is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I don't think we need to do that.
0: <laughs> I think that they're collecting extra Christmas gifts this weekend as well. Um I believe that,
1: that, I believe that I believe that probably is right. Um for more information on that you can follow um you can follow Kelly on Twitter at official on Facebook as well and the club's official site. There has been uh, one off the field development though that's been uh, quite worrying for me as a fan um, both Bill White and John Kelty have resigned from the board in the past couple of days and mm-hmm. nobody is really quite sure why yesterday the uh, remaining members of the command board um, issued a statement and they were saying uh, that there's plenty to be excited about and not to be too worried but it doesn't leave us as fans any clearer as to what is actually happening yeah. It did mention, though, that later on this week there's going to be some exciting merchandise for the 150th anniversary coming up, um, which is going to be at the turn of the year, so if that means, you know, the Oxford blue strip that I've been salivating at the prospect (laughs) of for a while, new scarves and things, then, you know, to quote the internet meme, shut up and take my money. (laughs) Perfect. Um,
0: So, next thing, we're into section two, what's coming up. Keep your eyes peeled for a sorry, keep your eyes peeled on the off the record blog page, review page. Um, we've recently done an interview with them, we'll be sending the stuff across in the next couple of hours, I would think, some photos and that kind of stuff. So mm. um it's really great if you want to sort of keep your eye on local music or writers or films or anything like that. The guys do a great job over there. So Yeah, they really do. Keep your eyes peeled for our interview, I'm sure it'll be one of the Most mediocre interviews on the site. Mm.
1: (laughs) Uh, I don't know about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so next up on our agenda is the alcohol sorry, the East Ayrshire Drug and Alcohol Partnership, who we spoke to in one of the previous podcasts. They're having their annual conference down at the Park Hotel on the fifth of December. There's very limited places left. If you feel that you can contribute to something or it's something that you want to have more information about after you've heard the pod, then book your place and, and go along. we have got some great speakers and some people that have dealt with problems and, and got over them. So I absolutely defy you good. to
1: go and not feel um, empowered and enlightened by the end of it as well. It's yeah. going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be good it's going to be good and if that leaves
0: you feeling a bit down and a bit you know we need to change the world and you want something a wee bit more relaxing why not head along to Sleeping Beauty at the Palace Theatre who
1: loves the panto
0: mm. oh no you don't oh yes I do uh, right. it took me a while but I got there eventually it's behind you Andy On um, what <laughs> <laughs> don't touch the rope Um so this year, as we said, it's it's Sleeping Beauty. It's on now until the 29th of December. Mm-hmm. Um stars River City's Lena McCrae Leah McRae. Leah McRae, yep, as um, Fairy Flutterby. Yep. Um Fraser Boyle as Nurse Singer. And Gary Morrison as hilarious Hector. <laughs> um, tickets I think start at a ten a tenner, which is ideal really. Um and if you want to go down, you can book on the East Ayrshire Leisure webpage or you can go to the box office, I would,
1: I yep. would think. Um, You can phone the box office. We'll try our best to put their um, number in. Yep. If you just Google Palace Theatre Complex, Command, then you'll get that, no problem. Or if you do fancy a walk into the town centre and just nip to the Burns Mall, go and uh, speak to them, they'll sort you out with tickets, no problem at all. Yep. I saw when I was driving past today... Lots of what I can only assume were uh, school buses that were there, which um, obviously means that uh, they're doing all right for their matinees, etc. So Aye. it's got to be good to see that people are still out and um, are they enjoying it? Oh no, they're not. Oh yes,
0: they are. It'd be good as well if you if you were thinking about going to a pantomime, like go to the one in it, support it. Don't go to the one in Glasgow. You know they'll be rubbish anyway. So like, go and support ah, exactly. it. Exactly. Go and support your Kilmarnock one. Um yeah. But if you want live entertainment and you've no got any kids and Pantos maybe a bit uh, young for you, then AC's Diner are going to have their first live tribute band playing on Friday the 7th of December, mm-hmm. groin day, will take to the stage at about 9.30, um, tickets are a fiver if you buy them in advance or £7 on the door, you just uh, direct message them on Facebook or give them a phone or pop in to get tickets as well. Yeah.
1: I like Green Day, so I, I think I'll be going to this one. American Idiot, um, as much as some of Green Day stuff is, um, take it or leave it for me, American Idiot was one of my guitar influences growing up yeah. I mean, um, even now, my friend Dale's karaoke um, opus is uh, uh, Jesus of Suburbia, All 11 Minutes. Oh, Jesus, that's That's yeah. Uh, it's dedication. It's um, usually it needs about four <laughs> pints to get there, but, you know, it's... Uh, it's always there It's certainly better Than his Nickelback So I'll we'll well, leave that there
0: Funnily Funny you know Funny you should mention that Because I'm the same American Idiot Was one of my Favourites of Green Day And I was like You could take the rest or Take or leave the rest of it Oh
1: Dookie Apart from Dookie um, well, I like Dookie That's my, a good album
0: My wee brother's favourite band Growing up was Green Day And when they got to American Idiot He was like Nah Not having that That's just Absolute commercial rubbish ah. So uh, We totally disagreed On that And many other things but um, I think they're playing songs from Dookie and American Idiot, so yeah, I'd I'll imagine it would
1: to... be the the greatest hits would just get reeled out, and yeah, um, that's pretty much what you're after, it, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely. Also, um, hats hats off for uh, the pun day. very suggestive, <laughs> but I don't dislike it. <laughs> um, so that's
0: that's coming up as I say, seventh of December. Give it a check out. So only a fiver if you buy in advance, or seven
1: pounds on the door. Bargain. So. You heard something from Fanny Bag Uh Yes, I do. Um, to just deviate from the list, it's not been fully announced yet, but this is very probably going to be our last podcast of the year, so I'm going to put it out there. Um, on the 27th of December, we're having our um, third annual TED Fest. Are you into Father Ted by any chance, Ross? Yes. Good. <laughs> You're coming. It's free to get in, and um, we haven't to say what time it will start yet. Probably around 8pm, um, there will be all sorts we're going to have um, the lovely girls contest the dancing priest contest <laughs> um, there'll be a, a prize for the the best costume the, the golden cleric will be given out and, um, <laughs> and we'll see what else happens uh, you may even see an apparition or a very crudely water water uh, crudely painted watercolour bishop on the skirting <laughs> board. Um, I, although if you want to have a shot in the Tunnel of Goats uh, be very quick because uh, the last time that happened a child was lodged in it. <laughs> <laughs> when did you say that was? That's going to be the 27th of December. Perfect. Brilliant. Um, and on that night as well I know that um, Twin Heart and Losing Ground are playing at the Belfield Tavern. All right, so I ideal. Yep, if you're into that um, you can have a look in the Belfield Tavern's Facebook page. They'll or losing Ground the Twin Hearts Facebook page even they'll give you plenty of ideas on where to go I think it's a fiver to get in for that um, however this is just me going off my memory we will clarify this later on um, another music thing that I've found um, the Underscene uh, who are some of the guys I was talking about earlier on who I've played with recently um, they are going to be having a night of music and they've apparently got a very special guest that they are yet to announce who it is that's gonna be on uh, Friday the fourteenth of December at right. the base right, okay. in Kilmarnock. So if you fancy that um, and you want to hear some decent local music and you want to find out who the local guest is, then by all means give them a shot. Perfect. And one other thing as well that I noticed just the other day when I was scrolling through Facebook at uh, Baker's nightclub on the fifteenth of December from twelve pm to three pm. You might be thinking, "What's Andy on about? Nobody goes to a nightclub at twelve pm <laughs> at midday." But Um, there's a giving back event um, that has um, a food bank a toy bank um, it's got free hot drink and mince pie for everyone who comes in there's going to be kids entertainment and it's being run by a woman called Jill Telfer so if you are looking for something to donate to or if you are indeed struggling a bit for something for Christmas then Bakers 15th of December 12pm to 3pm hopefully they'll sort you out or you'll be able to help someone out and sort them out with something uh, for Christmas. Superb.
0: superb. The right time of time, ty- the right time of year to, to do this kind of stuff as well, although it doesn't go amiss all year round, but mm-hmm. especially this time of year when it's so cold and miserable outside. Definitely.
1: Uh, uh, there's also an offer which I've seen from uh, Dave and Sarah who own uh, both Maggie's and the Cairn suite. They're saying, if you are a single mum with children or single dad with a family or struggling to make ends meet, as you're trying to buy presents and food for Christmas Day Dave and Sarah have offered to do a free breakfast on Christmas morning which oh, happy is a really, really nice thing they're saying it'll be a free buffet, help yourself if you have children, you meet the criteria that they have said um, send, um, send either of them uh, a message on Facebook they'll get you uh, sorted for a, a full Scottish breakfast on Christmas morning brilliant so there we
0: are yeah, excellent, hats off guys, well done Um, so moving on we are going to be speaking to the guys that are organising round the Toon keep up to date with all the preparations, that's going to be coming in the new year um, when we come back Um, I also wanted to bring up the fact that we had spoken to, as we said in section one Mm -hmm. in Spiral down in King Street, they've moved into the new premises like we said Um, they are looking for creative people to get involved with creating puppets and posters and pictures and paintings and sculptures and all kinds of stuff. So if you are any way Arty, then get in touch with them. The best way to do that is to go into the shop yep. front. I don't, mm. don't know it's necessarily yep. a shop, but you know what I mean. And and speak to the guys there because it was absolutely great. They, they took me a tour around it this morning and I saw the puppets and what they were doing, they were all really nice guys, and it's all aimed towards putting on an exhibition on the eighth of December in the in the King Street uh, shop. I think it's going to be at six o'clock, so make sure that you check that out. That's going to be dynamite. Yep. Um They're going to set up a Facebook page very soon. Once they do that, they're going to sort of tag me into stuff and in then or tag us into stuff, and then we are going to sort of share it. So if you're if you're interested in anything to do with puppets then these are the guys to speak to and go down and see them get involved
1: definitely even if you've got kids who <laughs> like art yeah absolutely. puppets are great
0: yeah and they had all kinds of different there was a, a lady making an owl mm. and there was a peacock getting made and they were using like um, what do you call that blinds you know blinds yeah that you put over your window they were using the,
1: the Struts from them.
0: Yeah, the, what do you call it? Struts. I, no, the, 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 I I do know. This is you know if
1: this? we if we have any um, blind dealers who are listening, please um tweet us or yeah, email us or let let us know what that's called because that's, that's going to annoy us until the next time we make this podcast.
0: That's blinds that go across the window, not blinds as in they
1: can't see. That's true. <laughs> All are welcome on this podcast. <laughs> we must. Well, that's uh, fiber audio. We, that, exactly, we must stress that. <laughs> so um, get down and see them
0: and keep your eyes peeled on the 8th of December for their exhibition because I think it's going to be something pretty special. I do as well. Um, and the final thing that we've got for the the What's Coming Up part of the podcast is the History Club's next talk. It's on the 11th of December and it's all about the history of rock and roll.
1: That sounds right up my street, actually. Yeah. So yeah. it's at. Uh, Ayrshire College Kilmarnock on Hill Street and it's a donation of £3 to get in and if you like rock and roll then that's pretty good I'm going to do my best to make it along to that yeah, one I think um, I'm going to
0: try and make it
1: to that one as well I, I can't promise that I will if any of the guys are listening but I'll do my very best to it. as a musician I suppose it's kind of my duty to do <laughs> that I mean for those about to rock and all that <laughs> Um, so
0: that takes us on to section number three, the interview that we we do and we sit down. We sat down with David Roxburgh from Elevate. Um, we're going to hear about what Elevate is, what it does, how he got involved in it, monthly kindness meeting, democracy matters, uh, walks to help people con- uh, connect with other people, and all kinds of great stuff. So sit back, listen, and enjoy.
2: I'm David and uh, I work with Elevate, it's a community interest company. Perfect. Um, and how did it come about? Tell me a bit about it. Uh, well, my, my background training training, uh, Ross, uh, within the care sector. Um, I've done that for a number of years and I was working to kind of use some of these skills and some of the knowledge that I've learned kind of closer to home because most of my work's kind of centred around about Glasgow and, and Edinburgh so I was really keen to kind of try and do something back home in Kilmarnock right. so I knew the guys at the railway station at Community Hub there mm-hmm. so I had went in to meet them really just to say this, this is my kind of thoughts this is some of the stuff that... I could possibly do in terms of working with groups and, right. and they were very open in terms of getting us in to, to volunteer so right. it kind of started there so that was probably about a year ago it was probably just before Christmas. Last so year. what sort
0: of stuff was it you were doing when you were
2: volunteering? Within the, the railway it was working with guys that, that had maybe came to the railway for anxiety kind of right, issues okay. uh, maybe isolated as well uh, possibly kind of mental health support so it was really about building in their confidence so the work that I'd done kind of tended to be connected to the Moving On project right? that's based there, so it was really just about working on people's kind of self-confidence, because uh, it was amazing just how low in confidence some people were um, in terms of just their day-to-day kind of activities, you know, really not having any kind of self belief. so mm-hmm. a lot of confidence building uh,
0: workshops and things that were done there. Right. And when I first met you, you
2: were saying about Mike. Is it Michael Timmons? Yeah, aye, doing yeah. some music. Yeah, I that was one of the sessions we done. Was um, basically Michael's one of the, the kind of facilitators that works alongside us and um, his background's music. So and participation. So working with community groups. and in this case, it was working with the guys to to look at um, how they felt when they came to the service at first and the impact of being isolated had in their life. So. We done songwriting sessions uh, within the railway, and then Michael kind of constructed the songs, and and we performed them. So we had an evening at the railway where we performed the songs, and then we were also invited to a vibrant communities um, development day. Where right,
0: okay. We played them in front of the, the kind of staff there as well. Brilliant. And did you find, like, did you before you started doing this, did you realise like how much of an impact? it would have in terms of how much social isolation and that kind of thing was about or? I, I
2: was aware of it there uh, just with the, the kind of previous roles but I was just really taken aback just how low people's confidence can be yeah. um, and really just having to point out things to people that they maybe didn't see as special um, in terms of their own qualities but actually having to say to them wow you know that, that you're speaking about there is just that's amazing And you know the, the one guy springs to mind where he would, he would talk about uh, taking his young sons into the woods across for for the house, and and they would go hunting for lions. Right. here, you know, and I was saying to him that's stuff that your your boys will remember forever. And yeah. kind I of think that's just fantastic. Um, but he he didn't see that as being, I suppose that special until you're saying, you know, that's ah, just wonderful, you know, they'll, they'll be saying, oh, my dad used to take me in there to kind of look for lions and Aye. hunt for lions, and that's stuff that you just, you know, money can't buy that, you Aye. know, and but sometimes people just miss the wee tiny things that you think, ah, you're so special. Aye. So you mentioned about setting up Elevate, yeah talk us through, was it difficult, tricky? Uh, well, we kind of looked at different options in terms of, you know, a registered charity or a social enterprise. And the big thing for for us, um certainly kind of my fellow director, Sophia, was it was about making an impact and, and putting back into the community. So we didn't want to just set up as some kind of sole trader that, that applied for funding and, and, and work with individuals. So we set up as a community interest company because it's a, a not for profit and the money gets back into providing services right. and, and sessions for the community. So it was a bit yeah a new process certainly <laughs> for me. I've never done anything Aye. like it. Um but we wanted to kind of yeah. register properly, so that obviously it's set up official and, mm-hmm. and it opens up different avenues in terms of maybe applying for different pots of funding. Right. Um, so the paperwork was pretty complicated in terms of <laughs> not having done anything like that. Um, but I got good advice and support for a couple of people that I know that I had set one up previously. Right. Uh, one based with drama and the other one a kind of film company. Right. So I take it, was it
0: that was the, their I take it that was through
2: the train station. Well, one of them was. Right. and the other guys based in Edinburgh, so I, can I it, it allowed us just to kind of pick their brains a wee bit and right. see how it worked. Right. So we set it up and we officially registered in July this year.
0: Right, okay, perfect. So, so it's not been trading a huge amount? Of no, trade. not at all. But, you know, you've like, I've known you since, it must have been about July that we first... Yeah, uh, started speaking, and it seems that you've done loads and loads. We have been,
2: been re- really lucky in terms of um, some of the stuff that we're involved in. Obviously, we set up the, the kindness meeting, which mm-hmm. is just done on a, a purely voluntary basis in terms of um, the Kind, of, be kind Group, uh, where yep. we were just looking for people that would be interested in coming together just to kind of look at how do we create kinder communities. Yep. Um, and, and that that's been fantastic, and just getting to meet the people through that. Um, we've done quite a few democracy matters conversation sessions. Um, that was really looking at how decisions are made locally, mm-hmm. and looking to see you know how could we improve that process. And then that information's fed back to the Scottish government, who hopefully kind of going forward that that will influence how they they do things. Um, we've also been part of to absent friends which was a festival which was kind of I suppose the opportunity for people to come together and, and speak about loved ones that are no longer with us mm-hmm. um, and maybe talk about their, their own health or other or, or family members health so that that was that was really powerful that was an, a nationwide festival it was part of so right. we had linked in with the recovery group Patchwork um, right, okay. in Comarnock and, and we done a session there and then just for last week as well we were involved with Book Week Scotland which uh, it was good in terms of you were able to kind of gift free books as part of that as a festival so we tied that into a session that we were doing with vibrant communities so the, the, the books kind of
0: flew away <laughs> instantly so,
2: um, so that was great.
0: And were these all kind of ideas that you had had before you started or have these developed over the last probably, four or five months?
2: Aye, They've probably, they've probably developed just as we've went along. I've got an a kind of idea of some of the stuff that we'd like to do, but aye, things have kind of just developed and looking towards kind of next year, in 2019, we're going to be working with Paths for All. Right. Um, and and that will be kind of supporting and 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 facilitating a walking group that will meet weekly. Right. Um, okay. With a kind of kindness um, flavour to the background in terms of it's about trying to kind of reduce isolation and get people together. So right. it's going to be a weekend activity so that it's open to hopefully everybody. You know, some whether people are working or not working. It doesn't really matter. Ah. Um, so we'll, we've got that. We're, we've been lucky to get funding that will provide tea and coffee and stuff for people and Brilliant. the opportunity to have a chat. And things after the walk. Um, and we've also this week um, just managed to get some funding for Greg's, the Bakers Greg's Foundation, right, okay. um, which is going to. It's not all completely finalised yet, but it'll be about kinda of, raising awareness in mental health and young young men. So Aye. obviously that's been something that's been pretty kinda of, high Aye. high news in this area in the, the last few months. So really just about kinda of, raising awareness about that. So that that'll be stuff that's coming out soon as well. So
0: And would you have said that this has always been a passion of yours, the, the sort of mental health side, the kindness side and all the rest of it? Or is it as you've got older you've seen the value in it more?
2: I, I think probably for a number of years it has been in terms of just working within the, the care sector, so you you been fortunate to work with kind of probably the most vulnerable people in, in society so you see kind of sometimes the, the kind of unfairness or, or sometimes the, the cards that have been dealt to people in terms of just life right. Um so it's it's always been there but being able to actually kind of try and do something about it it's just that ah, it's fantastic and certainly for us as the, the, the people that are involved we elevate you know the, the kind of buzz that we get you know if you're actually kind of doing the sessions is fantastic you know just being part of it and just kind of seeing people kind of grow and and hopefully kind of share as well right
0: have you got a favorite activity that you do you know the democracy matters obviously like you don't need to say the kindness meeting because you're there (laughs) but um have you got a favorite is there one that you really think ah do you know this is what elevate was set up to do and this is what I really, really like and
2: enjoy. I, I, I really enjoy the, the, the Democracy Matters stuff, certainly kind of the, the facilitation of that's been good because mm-hmm. you, you can add a bit of humour to it or you, yeah. you, you can make it a bit more engaging than just filling out bits of paper and stuff. So I always like that part of it. Um, and 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 I know it's some of my colleagues will laugh, but I always kind of see it almost as a performance rather aye. than actually just to, you know just ask questions aye. or whatever. So I really enjoy that. I think that's good. And and if you've got a group that really engages, then that that just kind of carries you along. Aye. So I so that's really enjoyable.
0: And it, it's enjoyable. I've, I've obviously done the democracy matters, and it was enjoyable that you had nice cakes and <laughs> biscuits <laughs> and helped. all that kind of stuff. You know, you bribe people for sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So, you were saying that you're going for an
2: award? Yes, aye, aye. I'm going down tomorrow to Stoke and Trent. So it's a, an expert citizen award. Um, mm-hmm. So um, it's down in Stoke and Trent. So I'm going down tomorrow the evening, and then the the awards ceremony is during the day in Wednesday. So, Brilliant. so we'll see, see how it goes. Well, well, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Not. <laughs> um, it'll, it'll be, it's really nice. I was quite embarrassed if I have to be honest. In terms of being nominated and shortlisted, it's great that we have been. But obviously, right. just like we we're saying, it's very early days. So, right. um, and and the awards are for people that are, are trying to do something a bit different within their community. So it's fantastic that we've have been shortlisted. If if we get. An award brilliant but to be shortlisted is, is uh, good brilliant. as well. I so happy with that.
0: Brilliant. And where do you see Elevate going next? What's your what's your grand scheme, your your plan? again, probably for next year the two big things that the kind of paths
2: kind of walk the, the kind of walk-in group that we'll set up that, that that's a kind of huge thing it will last for the year so that, that's going to take up a bit of time right. um, but I, we're kind of probably looking just to get more involved in, in more community groups I think um, and again just the, the, the more connections we've got the better certainly within the, the, this kind of area of East Ayrshire. so right. really just looking to kind of link in and work with more groups and, and just see where it takes us
0: right. Brilliant it's superb,
2: isn't it? Aye, aye It must aye. be happy, like, oh, like, over the moon that uh, it's oh, taken off so much. Unbelievable. Aye, I mean, the, the whole... The funding thing, that, that's that been quite amazing in terms of just applying. We've but, but purposely applied for just wee small bits of funding so that we can build up evidence, and, I suppose, of showing that, that we can actually do something. And, I mean, I'm thinking maybe next year, possibly looking at a couple of bigger kind of bids that you would maybe be doing something. Um, and then maybe that making the decision whether you have to kind of stay and do what you're doing, just know my day job or, or, or just jump and just go for go for it. it. If you if you're applying for any kind of funding, it's it's obviously a bit you're trying to get money to, to do something that you can see will make a real difference. And, and the things that we've applied for so far, we've, we've kind of been working in partnership with other groups as well. So it's not just our thinking, it's other people's and we know that it's a, a, a good idea. So mm-hmm. it is exciting and sometimes, you know, kind of putting in the applications, it's a wee bit like waiting to find out, you know, if, you're, if you've if put a job application Aye. in to find out if you've got the job or not. So so for that, it's, it's quite exciting.
0: Aye. So do you think that you can make like a, a visible impact and are you, are you aiming to make a visible impact in community or do you think that you're sort of more subtle and and kind of speaking to people about mental health and, and pointing them in the direction of, of spotting signs and that kind of thing I, th- I think we can make a real difference uh, with, with
2: subjects like that you you kind of the more people talk about it then the, the better it's going to be for, for the whole community Aye. so uh, I think the stuff that we do will have a, a, a real impact um, but it's people that make the impact isn't it? It's, right. it's the, building their relationships and the, the whole idea we, we elevate and it's got a number eight at the end is because we knew ideally we would like to work with about eight facilitators at the one time because right. you, you, each person's got a limited set skill kind of skill set even so you're, you're kind of looking for people to bring different things and Uh, The more people that's involved and connected, then obviously the better, you know, the service or the product or whatever it is that you're trying to do will will turn out if you've got the right people involved, so... um, And have
0: you found the people to be quite receptive the facilitators quite receptive to to the idea? I've been really fortunate because I've I've met lots of people kind of over the years, so
2: all the people I've kind of known already in terms of through different bits of work or different bits of... Um, kind of life, um, so that I know what they'll bring and, and I can trust them. But right. it's qualities like, right? you know, somebody for a drama background, somebody for a music background, you know, somebody for a psychology background, somebody that, that, that's kind of for a criminology background. So there's kind of different pieces that, that people will bring. Right. I don't know what I bring, <laughs> <laughs> just, just messing biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> biscuits and cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've
0: been to the, the <laughs> sessions that you do and they always,
2: like, you know, like, they flow well and and that's what you bring I, I think that's, that's a big part of it is probably preparation in terms of you just to keep things moving. Yeah. Aye. And, and, and it's funny, because I would always joke with... Some of the people I've worked with, if you, if you say anything confident enough, then people will believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you. Know, so so instead like of trying to kind of put it over, but the engagement's hugely important. It's how things are put across, or how right. you involve people, kind right. of to get the best out of it. You know, so there's nothing worse than, than maybe going to something and somebody's going through about three hundred slides and and just talking, because um, within two minutes you have switched off yeah. and you're thinking if you've still got wedges in your freezer. And kind of <laughs> but I've got my
0: uh, holiday <laughs> photos to show you what's. I <laughs> 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 shouldn't take I mean I've found the people in East Ayrshire And in Kilmarnock Like really engaging Do you know like I, I kind of worried that when I set up the podcast I wouldn't have enough people to speak to Or an interview or enough stuff going on But there, there definitely is And we were at that Celebrate Kilmarnock meeting the other night there Which is all about people interacting And, and working with each other And it seems to be in Kilmarnock Quite a positive a thing that seems to be what they
2: want to do there, there seems to be a huge empowerment movement in terms of just people want to see you know more positive things happen and Aye. even just positive news stories and obviously you're doing the Kelly casting and promoting all the kind of good news stories but there's hundreds there's hundreds of stuff happening within Aye. East Ayrshire and there's so many positive people within East Ayrshire that want to make a difference yep. and just like you're saying there, the the celebrate Command meeting the other night, you know, that that room was packed, you know, and it was packed full of people aye. that wanted to actually be there to try and make things better. And it's always easy to talk things down, but aye. there is so many positive things and people with lots and lots of skills within
0: aye. East Ayrshire that and can other, help make a difference. And other people there that have loads and loads of power within East yeah, Ayrshire aye, as well. Yeah. And hopefully the the people with the skills and the people with the power can get together to to sort of see both sides, but I was thinking it wasn't really until you sort of take a step back, and and bang on and on Kelly cast about all these good things that are happening, but it's not until you take a step back, and when you start in, engaging in the kindness meetings and and going in the walks or doing the litter picks or whatever you step back and you say, well, I'm part of that community, mm-hmm. that's what's making, mm-hmm. that is what's making the community better. And it gives you a wee nice warm absolutely. fuzzy
2: feeling inside, doesn't yeah, no, it? We, we, we were doing a couple of workshops just a couple of weeks ago with Vibrant Communities and it was their, their community conference. So it was all the different community groups within East Ayrshire that were involved. And there was guys from culture there that were talking about how basically... If you know Tracy Drive in, they were explaining there used to be a big bank at the side of the road that had maybe four thousand daffodils and right. on it, you know, as you drove in and it was always very picturesque. But in the last few years it's kinda been overgrown and stuff. But but they've took back control where, you know, they've had training for the, the council and how to use the, the equipment and yeah, well, they've yeah. basically put that back, you know, yeah. and and I think there is a turning point now where people are thinking, well, you know, it's not just about the council fixing yeah. everything, it's a wee bit like oh, I live here as well, what what can I do? And it's not about replacing these services, but it's just about complimenting them in terms of saying, well, you know, I've got some time, I'll go and do that. And just like you are saying about the guys that do the litter picking as well, you just think,
0: what a fantastic thing to do. I think, you know, we can sit here and say, you know, the council should be doing this. They should. I mean, the council should be putting more people into littering Plant flowers and make the place look nice and grit the streets and all the rest of it, but the reality is maybe short in money. So, if we can do something, and that's where you obviously stepped in with the mental health thing, you're helping people identify, which traditionally would have been left to the council to, to do and probably not done anywhere near as well as as you guys are doing it. But it is, I suppose it's like
2: going back to being part of that community, and I know that people will say, Oh, we've, we've lost that that kind of spirit but there does seem as if there's a, a kind of change in terms of things are moving more towards Aye. that where people know that right there isn't endless pots of money and we have to prioritise what that's going to be spent on and, and sometimes it might not be the, the daffodils at the side of the road but they're still important to people mm-hmm. so you know in that case that community's decided well what, what can we do you know Aye. and, and they've been supported by the council but at the same time it's them it's kind of gave up their time and, and everything else to actually do it but it's Aye. again then just gives people a sense of belonging yep. so it means then I becomes their community it's their aye. their flower bed rather aye. than it just being something that's maintained people have bed. a bit of pride in the place aye, as well. absolutely
0: aye. Aye. righty so to finish off you'll be glad to hear we do some <laughs> uh, quick fire questions right right so just dead simple straight off the the top of your head favorite park in Kilmarnock oh Dean Park okay favorite thing about Kilmarnock people in
2: Kilmarnock just really super friendly like we were saying earlier and just again people that, that are passionate about where they stay and, and there just seems to be more positivity about Kilmarnock just now than there maybe has been in the last few years excellent um, have you got a favourite place to eat in Kilmarnock? Uh I would have to say oh that's quite hard that is, uh, Um
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the Park Hotel. Right, okay, very nice. Have you lived
2: in Kilmarnock all your life? I haven't, no. I grew up in, uh, don't throw stuff at us, I grew up in three towns, which is just, uh, it doesn't even get its own identity. Um, So I kind of grew up in Sulcoats, but I've been in Kilmarnock
0: since I was 19, so I've been here longer than... Just a couple of years (laughs) there. I've been here a lot longer. (laughs) Um, What's the most exciting thing coming up in Kilmarnock?
2: Mm, I would have to say just the, the change in terms of was saying about the Celebrate Comarnock I think that that is going to lead to change and I think people lead to change mm-hmm. so there, there's enough people involved in, in that movement now so you're kind of hoping to see things actually happen so for me I would have to say the, the, the Celebrate Comarnock movement at the minute
0: Excellent and the last one but it's the most difficult one yeah. for me to say and you to answer <laughs> is favourite famous person from Comarnock Oh That's tricky That is tricky Mm-hmm. Biffy Clyro I'll go with Sound Perfect There we go Dead easy <laughs> Well um, Where can people Get in touch with you If they want to Follow you on Twitter Yes on Twitter
2: we're, we're just under Elevate So it's a, an E at the end Rather than an E um, okay. And we're currently Just getting our website built So once it's up and running We'll, we'll make sure We share that on Twitter
0: Brilliant Well thank you very much For thank coming you. along Thanks Ross Enjoyed it thank Cheers you. Cheers Well thanks very much to uh, David for chatting to us with that interview I'm sure you'll agree it was absolutely fantastic and the work that they're doing is absolutely great so I've been involved in a few of the things that they've done as as you heard in the interview and I've enjoyed every one of them.
1: Yep and at Elevate we're always, um, we're always giving them a mention on the podcast yep. and they are very very active on the Twitter as well so yep. do get following them because it's a very wholesome account.
0: Yeah absolutely absolutely. So that's taking us to the end of the podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Um, as usual, we love to get reviews and we love to get uh, five star
1: reviews. Really, yeah, um, it's the ideal Christmas present for us. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to buy us anything; just click five stars. Yeah, yeah, and we, right, we don't ask for much. No, and write a wee bit about
0: us if you like. If you can be bothered, um, that's what we. That's what we like. Um, also, if you've liked what you've heard, then press the subscribe button. And every podcast will come straight to your phone or listening device as soon as it's ready, usually on a Thursday morning.
1: And you don't have to even do anything. No. no. That's the best part. That is the best part. If you're lazy like me, it's all you need. Yeah, it's like a wee Christmas
0: present that we give to people every single week. Yep. You know, that's that's the kind of guys we are
1: what you even actually want more than that <laughs> um, so Andy if people want to get in touch with you how do they do so um, you can uh, contact me via twitter I am at shandyk as ever really the underscore after that is very important alternatively just um, contact us on twitter at kellycast and say that you want to speak to me and I will reply yep. um, I know that Ross does a very able job of doing most of our social media but I am also there if you want to ask me stuff um you so, get
0: a, a more sensible answer out of Andy as well. To
1: you honest. say that, but <laughs> mm, we're not sure. It's 50-50
0: we We're also on Facebook as well. Yeah, that's like slash Kellycast or at Kellycast. Yeah, Facebook.
1: Even face just search Kellycast yeah, and you search bar on Facebook. Up. We're we're there. Yeah, we're always there. Yep.
0: And thanks very much for listening. And we will see you after Christmas in the new year. I
1: know, bold twenty nineteen Kellycast. I know, but.
0: I'll be the same, but
1: better. I'll be exactly the same, if not worse. <laughs> everything everything you've ever wanted and less. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. Cheers, Cheers guys. Bye.
1: bye.